Welcome, everybody, to the Quarter Quest Comics on the Cheap podcast, a bi-weekly discussion about diving through the dirt bins and pulling out gold. Welcome, everybody, to the new episode of Quarter Quest Comics on the Cheap podcast. A pod. A pod. A pod. Where three friends talk about comics from three different eras, uh, 60s and 70s, 80s and 90s today. Who's got birds? Everything uh, costs less than a buck. That's one very important reason why we're doing this. I, uh, I go first. Uh, I've been uh, dealing with travel the last couple weeks, so I was kind of lazy and didn't have time to read. So I went with Daredevil and the Black Widow, number 92. It was released July 4th, 1972. Created was Jerry Conway, was the writer. Gene Kellen was the artist. Tom Palmer was the inker. John Costanza was the letterer. And... Our favorite, Roy Thomas, was the editor. So the Black Widows dropped out of sight. Uh, out of, sorry, not out of sight. <laughs> on there. Uh, dropped out of Matt Burdock's life. Uh, and this, the comic starts out with uh, Murdoch throwing figurines into a mirror and breaking them. His driver, Ivan, says he wasn't smart he wasn't smart for thinking that Natasha would fall in love with him. He says that the widow is in San Francisco with some creep named Danny French hunting for a glow. Uh, Ivan leaves in the Stingray Corvette, sees Daredevil flying out. Daredevil hears that some people are in trouble. He goes and saves them. And little does he know, he is being watched by Damon ran I'm getting looks like I don't know who that is I'm like I'm I think it's like some 70s B character like C villain I didn't know who he was either um he wants something called project 4 uh it then goes to a flashback with Natasha and Danny French uh, talking about the energy globe, so this must be the globe they were talking about in the beginning. They get a blowout, they get captured, uh, Natasha starts fighting everybody, and she is betrayed by Danny French, who calls her sister. Listen, sister, I was like, oh, how very Han Solo, before Han Solo. Then cuts to a scene, Matt Murdock and his driver Ivan are watching the news and somebody says that Matt Murdock and Daredevil are one in the same. I'm like, this must be a running theme throughout this comic book because it's like the third one, third Daredevil I've read where they say that. And, uh... Dran Summer... Summer... Summers? Summers, the, the assassin, the blue talon. I mean, to say summons. Daredevil makes fun of his name, calling him like the blue something or other, and you know, kind of like they do in the back then. And long story short, uh, Matt Murdock gets out of a taxi, and somebody else is Daredevil, and asks it. Uh, and Matt Murdock asks if he can help in any way, and they figure out. The chief figures out that he's not really Daredevil, and it cuts away and says, next, the indestructible man. I 
don't think I could say I liked anything about this comic book. <laughs> I really can't. And it's Daredevil, and I like that. I love Daredevil. Um, the art was okay. If I want to just say something nice about it, and uh, I still hate how they drew Chinese or Japanese characters back in the seventies. I'm running into this a lot. They look like freaking monkeys, or and they're really yellow. Giant eyes, fucky. Yeah. 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 So Jerry Lewis style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, and it just it you know I know this is what it was like back in that time, but it still just irritates me when I see it. So. And you're right. Uh, Daredevil has always had problems keeping the secret identity. Yeah. He made Matt. Uh, Mike Murdoch was his yeah, that, That's what he was talking about. In yeah. here, that was my brother, Mike Murdoch. Swinging Mike Murdoch. Yeah. yeah. that He talked about that for a little bit, but... Yeah, it, it is just like, okay, how many times is he going to have to, you know... Keep playing this game? Every time a new writer comes on. I guess. <laughs> so, that's what I had. Alright, that puts me next. So... I am doing Condor Man, number two, from 1981. Uh, This is done by Western Publishing Company, and they don't tell me who the hell wrote this, who drew it, nothing. It's a Whitman, dude. No way. Of course they're not. (laughs) Anyhow. (laughs) It's almost as bad as Charles. (laughs) It's horrible. Um, So... Disney did a superhero movie called Condor Man way back in the day, back in the 80s, early 80s, obviously, because this is the comic book that's based off of that movie, and I remember very little about it. I remember not caring for it. That's what I remember about it. Uh, He has some really cool toys, cool car, cool boat, but the costume himself and him were just kind of nuts. All right, so... This picks up the second half of the movie, um, where he is escaping in the really cool car with his girlfriend, trying to get away, and then the, you have the ominous bad guy with the one eye that just keeps showing up and keeps on getting second chances by his overlord to go out and catch Condor Man. And they drive into a city, and he finds a dock, and he's like, this is exactly what I wanted, and drives the car into the water as the hydrofoils come up off the ground, or off the boat, or the car, turning it into a boat. So he shoots across to Italy, and uh, they have to leave the car because it doesn't revert back. Um, <laughs> and the girlfriend gets caught. He manages his, uh, he and it, the girlfriend get caught, his CIA buddy comes in and says that the, they're being transported back to the country they came from and uh, they start getting chased. The girlfriend ends up getting caught and so he has to go to the fortress and help her escape. And it's a Disney movie so we already know what happens. He saves the day. They all have a great laugh and a fun time and life goes on. Um... Yeah, the art's okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting much out of it, but I thought it'd be fun. Um, yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> I, I, nice. 
right. We sound like we're having a good week so far with our books. Nick's got a winner. I know it. Oh, come totally, on, Nick. Yeah. Come on, Nick. Right. Bring us out of the fire. So my book is from 2015. It's from IDW. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Guess what? It is. So this is a story about a rock band, an all-girl rock. Band. Jim and the Holograms. Oh my God, it is. <laughs> Alright, so this is uh, Jim the Holograms number one from IDW. All right. That uh, is quite the cover. By Kelly Holy Thompson. Hell. I'd keep that just for the cover. That's why we bought it. It's uh, Kelly Thompson did the, did the written writing. She'd apparently written it. And uh, art by Ross Campbell and story by Carmen Campbell. So of course, it's because they did both the other parts. Oh. Um, oh, so this is a. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so hold on. Do, do, do. So, this is a story about a girl named Jerrica, another one named Aja, and Kimber and Shauna. And Kimber and... What's her name? Uh, Jerrica are brothers or sisters, and they all have this band. And apparently Jerrica has stage fright. Horrible, horrible stage fright. So, they're entering a contest to battle the Misfits. Uh, the Misfits are this huge rock band all-girl rock band, not to be confused with the Glenn Danzig rock band. It would have been cooler if it was the Glenn Danzig rock band. There's a shirt. Is there? Yeah. With them on it. That's awesome. Um, it's in the style of the Misfits. Um, and it says their songs are better on it. <laughs> um, so apparently Jerrica has bad stage fright, uh, leaves the contest, leaves her friends hanging. They're about to quit the band. And she goes home and her dad's dead. You know, he was killed sometime before. Blah, blah, blah. Turns home. Finds a computer program running. With a holographic thing. And, uh, it's called Synergy, and it gives her powers to create illusions. Holograms. Which is why they named the band Gem the Holograms. They're little uh, computers that are in your earrings that can change holograms. It is just the same story as the cartoon. Like, there's nothing different about this. Uh, it was good. It was fun read. It took like three minutes to read it. Um, what else can I say about it? The art was pretty cool. Very. Have you ever read Blue Monday? Yeah. Uh, very Blue Monday. Um, this went on for quite a while, like 20 issues, 20, 30 issues. Yeah. With like forty covers for each one. Huh. Right, there, it was just ridiculous how many number covers there were. Number one. You would have thought bad. it was a dynamite book. Should have been. <laughs> um, would I recommend it? Yeah. I'd rather watch the cartoon. I completely. I don't remember ever really watching the cartoon. I knew the premise, but until you explained it like that, it didn't register. My daughter watched a show on Disney something about uh, somebody and the ghosts or something and the band dies and they come back and they play concerts with yep. the girl. I'm like, that sounds exactly like Jim and the Holograms now. Did okay, you, did right you see the uh, the live action movie? That was good. I liked it. I liked it too. Piper and Teresa and I watched it one Saturday and it was really good. I'm not sure which one was better. Jim and the Hologram or Joseph Christmas. Got a thing. I got a thing for Rachel Lee Cook, so oh, I'm going to say yeah, Josie and the Pussycat. I have no opinion on either of those. I've never seen either. I would recommend Josie and the Pussycats. For Rachel Lee Cook. And uh, Tara, 
Fairies in it. Uh, before she got the botched yeah. cosmetic surgery? And also... Ahsoka Tano. Oh, uh... Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson, yep. Nice. Yeah, yeah she is, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. she is. She's in, a, she's in the group. Alright, so I guess that's it for tonight. So, uh, we'll talk to you guys in two weeks. See two you. weeks. See you guys. It's okay, there's four listeners. <laughs> Literally. Sorry, you, guys, you four listeners out there.